Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the I want to welcome all of you following us Facebook, live stream, all over the world, and those of you also through Covenant TV. We appreciate you, welcome you to this morning's service. Welcome everybody. Once again, those of you who've been following me and waiting for my message every Sunday, all over the place from Pakistan, Afghanistan, Egypt, Middle East, and Europe, America, and those of you also who've been supporting and so occasionally you send in your donation to support what we are doing. We so much appreciate. May God richly bless you. You see our portal there. And if you want to donate, either with your tithe or whatever, you can do so. And may God richly bless you. Father, I want to thank you for your word is so sweet. We are grateful to you for the second Sunday of the year and as we buckle ourselves and run through faith may your spirit continue on with us in the name of Jesus I pray Amen today's message the topic is overturning and overcoming setbacks in 2020 how to overcome or overturn setbacks. Some of us, we only enjoy the aroma of victory. When we are winning, we get so excited. But when things begin to turn, then it becomes another thing altogether. Amen. And sometimes there are people that can go quiet for two weeks without talking to anybody. Amen. When you are facing your moment, when things turn against you, when there is setback, when there is bad news, what do you do? As a child of God, God has given us what it takes. Amen. Any storm in life comes. You see, before any rain, there is what? Storm. Our people used to say, in from my decline. So storm. And storms, we have different kinds of storms. Amen. 
Some of the storms are breeze. It blows, it's so nice. Is that right? Amen. But we have some storms. Amen. When they come, they come with trouble. We have a type of storms. When it, it blows, things begin to go wrong. But you as a child of God, no matter what, the Lord God is with you. Even if the storms will carry the mountains into the sea, Jehovah God is with you. Put your hands together for the Lord. And some of us don't know how to handle storms of life. We only want to enjoy the ride. We only want to enjoy when things are going cozy, cozy. You know, when we have the wind in our sails, then we think that is all. But there is other side of life. And sometimes you begin to face storm. And you know that you are not in charge. Amen. And so what do you do? Going forward. And as a child of God, Jesus taught us how to handle our storms. If you are a Christian and your Christianity is, you know how to celebrate. But you don't know how to handle defeat. Then you're going to be miserable. You know how to win. But you don't know how to plan for your next moment. You know, defeat, failure, whatever you call it, it's all part of life. I read something. The man who discovered the ball. Today, when we just press it on our wall, we see light. But he failed 2,000 times. Thomas Edison. Before he succeeded. Today we all talk about Bill Gates. But Bill Gates was a school dropout. He went to one of the prestigious schools. Or university. In US. But he dropped out. And not only that. His first business plan failed. Big time. You know, if you've been to Harvard University, it's the top school. But he dropped out from Harvard. He started his first business. And it was about lighting system. How you can use a software to control light. A software where there's traffic, you can detect them. When he met the panels to demonstrate, he had done that to know it has worked. But when he was asked to do it, that thing will not work. He said, my friend, get out. <laughs> this thing you are breaking. But he never gave up. And today, one single software he developed has made him number one billionaire in the world. I see you also becoming a billionaire. 
I see sources coming your way. So, it is people who don't know how to handle failure. People who don't know how to handle setback, upset. You can be very sure, confident. I like talking about boxing because I was a boxer. And sometimes you meet an opponent and say, oh, this one there, I will, I will just first round. Your coach will tell you, oh, this one, just give him uppercut. First round, let him. Watch the left. Give him pam pam. Give him red bros. He brings down, give him just one, and he, it will be over. But the first blow of your opponent, it will see you on the ground. And all your plans, all that you have planned to do, scattered in your mind. Now, when you get up again, you are afraid of your opponent. So, all the fighting strategy that was given, sometimes you forgot it. And you can get the beating of your life. Amen. But there is something also, sometimes when you fall down, your coach will tell you the difference between knockdown and knockout. Knockout means it's over. But you can be knocked down and still get up and get the job done. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now let's go to the book of First Samuel chapter 30. From verse 1, David and his men reached Ziglar on the third day. Take note, on the third day. They tracked, they walked, they've been working out. You know, David had escaped from Saul and, and was staying in Ziglar. And so, our soldiers, Gerura fighters, they go out, get something and bring to their family. Ziegler, they are there with their wives, their children. It's a place of safe keeping. Amen. So, they went out. The Bible says about 400 men were with David. They went out and when they were, they were returning. Three days journey, they got home. Something is wrong. Amen. When they got home, something was wrong. David and his men reached Ziglar on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziglar. They had attacked Ziglar and burned it and had taken captive the woman, and every one else in it, both young and old, they killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziglar, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. Amen. When they arrived home, their wives, children, all their properties, 
taken up. And not only that, they have become homeless because the houses have been burnt. They couldn't find anyone. The enemy have taken their wives and children and run away. And these are men. These are soldiers, not women. The pain was too much. So they started crying. And the Bible said they wept loud. Listen to me. The Bible says the men of David, some of them, their faces look like lions. So when you see them, these are men. And just imagine soldiers muscularly built with strength, features. And now they are crying. They put their hands on their head. And they were weeping. Some were calling for their wife. Oh, my children, my wife. Oh, oh God. And, and the Bible said, they wept until there was no strength in them. Have you worked to the point that there is no strength in you? Yeah. So now you, ah, then once a while, sometimes your weeping become a melody have you been there before amen when we were kids there was a boy who lived next door and anytime the parents were going to farm he wanted to go you know when you are a kid and your parents are going to i think you think there's something they are going to do there and all the time the parents will go and, and mothers have a way of you, you know when we're growing up they used to play on us as children and sometimes as a child you don't know I remember my grandmom was going to take a photograph and he dressed and I said yes we are out so I also dressed and the photographer said okay come and stand I stood there and, and crossed my leg. Said, ready, 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 ready. <laughs> when the picture came, I was nothing. <laughs> but I believed that, oh, yes. I was boasting it to my friends. I took a photograph. Amen. Now, coming back to the story. Here were men. Something can hit you and you will cry and there will be no strength. Sometimes something dear to your heart, it will just hit you. It could even be a death of a dear one. If you are not careful, it will change the whole of your life. Something hit people. Maybe before then, these were people full of life. They loved to look good. They dress very well. But after that incident, they stop what? Dressing. They leave fashion. Oh, all this is not necessary. So these were the men. They had cried. But listen to me. Well, it's good to cry. Sometimes grief is good. But you don't weep like someone with no hope. Are you with me? God is expecting you to look to the future. 
no matter what will happen to you. It could be a divorce. When I was growing up as a kid, I, I couldn't understand. Sometimes, you know, when the traditional divorce process is going on, sometimes it starts with a fight, the, the family of the men, and, the, and this one will throw this job here, and this one also. And finally it comes on, and sometimes you see the woman crying. Sometimes the men, after, they also start crying. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. one thing no matter what happened to you 2020 there is something better beyond I said there is something better beyond it could be a relationship that is not working it could be a relationship that is not working and sometimes you calculate oh this and that oh this and that this and that but I'm here to tell you you don't have to weep. There is a way out. Turn to somebody and say, there is a way out. Verse 5. David, two wives have been captured. Ahinion of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed 
because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord, his God. And David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the souls of all the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. And David did what? Encouraged himself. That is the best motivation you can have. Look, if you read this portion very well, there's something missing. Sometimes when you read that, the men were bitter for what? Their sons and their, but they didn't talk about their wives. You want to say, Oh, after a wife, we can find another one. Amen. And these ones, they thought of stoning David, they blamed David. And you get, when you go through some challenges, sometimes you begin to blame everybody. Sometimes the people around you, I suspect this one even is a witch. Amen. Somebody died and they were crying and there was an old lady who was crying and the way he was blowing the nose the person looked and said, it looks like you are the one who killed my daughter. Because the way you are crying and blowing your nose. When people are bitter, they get to a stage, the blame game starts. They have to look for somebody. But listen to me, things happen, whether somebody calls it or not. It's natural. That will not change anything except your attitude. And what will be your attitude to fight it? So here are the men that were going to comfort David. Instead of encouraging him, oh, David, we know, we believe in your vision. They celebrated, you are the one who said God have called you. You are the one who said you've been anointed. And we've left all we are fighting because of you. And now look at what has happened to us. We've lost all our children. Amen. They start blaming. Listen to me. Blame game will not solve your problem. Whether this cause it or whether that, it would not. It's not a substitute for success. It could be your own making. It could be your own fault. It could be somebody caused something to happen. But it's not substitute for sources. May God give you wisdom. And David had the right key. I have to go to God. I have to go to God. Whatever happened, I will go to the rock. The rock of my salvation. The rock. You know, you have to go to God. 
God has the answer. You will talk to people and they will say, this is your case, pardon. I don't know what to say. You must stop the blame game and go to God. Put your hands together for the Lord. When I need a help, when I need a help, I go to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 7. Then David said to the Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephor. Abiathar brought it. Ephor was an oracle that is used to inquire the mind of God. When it happens, sometimes you have to fast. Go before God. You may not know what to do, but when you go to God, he will show you the way. If you want to handle it yourself, it can blow your mind. It can lead to depression. But depression will not give you an answer. Go to who? God. God has the answer. He knows how to take you out. Instead of sometimes even you, you, you want to depend on men for help. But still, go to God. And God will show you the way. Spend time instead of talking to people, talk to God. So David approached the priest among them. He said, Bring the effort. He inquired from God, God, should I chase them? And God said, Chase them. That was what they were supposed to do and not to cry. Your crying will not solve your problem. Bitterness will not solve your problem. Blaming people will not give you the victory you are looking for. It is only God. He is your rock. Everybody say, He's my rock. He's my rock. Put your hands together for the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. The Bible says, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him. If you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul, when you are in distress and all these things have happened to you, then in later days you will return to the Lord your God and obey him. For the Lord your God it's a merciful God. Everybody say, merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you or forget the covenant with your assistance, which he confirmed to them by oath. Amen. I once met a mother with a daughter. The girl had been raped by some people. Whether good or bad, whether the girl was at the wrong place, you know, and the mother and the daughter were going to, those, and when they went there, the people ridiculed them and threatened them. And when 
they were coming I think the girl started crying and and the mother started giving to me I said amen you see even the mother who's supposed to give comfort so things happen stop talking to people and go to God I said go to who God because God is merciful even if it's by your own fault your own mistake God is what merciful he will turn it around even if you deserve what has happened to you God is merciful he will turn it around everybody say God is merciful God is merciful so you have to go to God in Psalm 118 verse 13 I was pushed back and about to fall by the Lord <laughs> so when the enemy push you when he can straight to bring you down sabotage you make sure you don't reach your dream God will help you I said God will do what? He will help you. God will help you. No matter what the enemy will do. Hallelujah. I met somebody. Something has happened. He went to the police. And the police were rather blaming her. The husband had beaten her. She went to the police. And I also cried. And I said. The police that were supposed to give her justice, they were justifying what has happened. What will you do? But God, if you go to God, he will be your helper. Turn to somebody and say, God will be my helper. When they push me down, I will not fall. I will not fall. Put your hands together for the Lord. This is the word of God that when they push you, God will be your help. But what about when they push you and you fall? Proverbs 24 16. Though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. God says, even if you fail seven times, you will rise up again. As a righteous child, even when you fail seven times, when you are cursed, your request is rejected seven times. God said there's still hope for you. I see hope coming to you. Even though you've been rejected, even though you've been forsaken, your God says seven times you will rise again. I say you will rise again. I see you rising. No matter what I've hit you, I see you rising. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, 
Bishop Matthew at Diamonds' stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiaminsa reveals faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Seven times and you rise again. Seven times. So, don't write yourself up. Don't write yourself off. Believe that God is able. Hallelujah. Psalm 18, 29. With your help, I can advance against the truth. With my God, I can scale a wall. Now let's look at the King James. He said, by thee, I have run through a troop. And by my God, I've leaped over the wall. You can leap over any wall. You can scale over any wall. That the enemy will come against you. And by God, you run through troops. Troops are enemies, multitude. But with God, you will run through them. Whatever trouble, no matter how many there are, the word of God says you can run through. In the name of Jesus, receive the strength to run through troops. I say receive the strength to run through troops. Receive the strength to run through troops. Don't know this, then you will all the time be sad and miserable. If you don't know that God has given you the power to run through, 
It could be many challenges. Obstacles. One after another. But still, if you put your trust in Jehovah God, I say you will run through them. You will run through them. One day, we were about three young men. We were going to a certain house. We were standing outside. And the other guy walked in. Because the gate was not locked. So he just walked in. Then we started hearing shouting. Hey, Jay! My wall! Hey! And he was shouting. And all that we could see, he jumped very high over the wall. Fell down. When he just touched the ground, he did not just land. He touched and moved on. Then we were falling. What is it? There is a dog in the house. Amen. So we were later making fun. Oh, why don't you try Olympics game? You can you can become champion. And indeed, the way he was able to jump over. Whatever the enemy comes against you, I say you will leap over the walls. No matter how high the wall. No matter how high the trouble, no matter how high the issue, you will jump over. I see you jumping over. I see you jumping over. Just say to yourself, I will jump over. If he has stood and said, hey, my woman, my woman, the dog will have killed him. There is time for you to leap over walls. And God has given you that strength. Don't allow anything to stop you. I see you leaping over walls. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hosea chapter 13 verse 9. He said you are destroyed Israel, because you are against me. Against your helper. Now let's look at the King James. Oh Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself, but in me is thy hell. Sometimes some of the trouble comes because of our own fault. Sometimes of wrong decision, wrong steps. But God says. Whatever it is, I, God, am your helper. I say, I'm your helper. Put your hands together for the Lord. May God be your helper. You run to him, he'll be there for you. Psalm 37, verse 38. He said, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe posture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you 
the desires of your heart. What are the desires of your heart? The end product, what you want to achieve, the sources you are looking for, the husband you are looking for, the wife you are looking for, the business you are anticipating, that are the desires of your heart. The good relationship you are expecting, these are, but they come when you put your trust in God. Sometimes you can miss some opportunities and you blame yourself. But you don't. God works in mysterious ways. He works in mysterious ways. And even if you made bad judgment, God can still bring restoration. I see you getting restoration. And you see, that is why you need to connect to who? God. Proverbs 14, 11. Don't just leave yourself. Blame yourself. Don't be crying. Put your trust. He said, the house of the wicked shall be overthrown. But the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. The wicked person, no matter what he brings against you, it shall be overthrown. Amen. Sometimes you see the wicked in power and you think that is the end. But we have a God who dwells in heaven. Hallelujah. And God can uproot the wicked. And I see God uprooting the wicked. I say I see God uprooting the wicked. Hallelujah. But the righteous will flourish. You will flourish. That means you will prosper. I see prosperity coming your way. So no matter what has happened, get back to your God. Hook to him. He's the one who can bring restoration. He's the one who can make you smile again. Now let's look at our last scripture. Jeremiah 1 10 Jeremiah 1 10 This is a very powerful scripture That you should know God is saying See I have this day Set thee over the nations And over the kingdom Some of you don't know that God has set you Over nations and over what Kingdoms The kingdom of witches and wizards the kingdom, political kingdom, the kingdom of wicked people. There are people, all that they do is to plan what? Evil. The Bible says, in fact, they were conceived in wickedness. He said, the wicked is entrenched in the mother's womb. From the mother's womb, he's a wicked. So even when he's a baby in the womb, he will kick the mother here. He will kick them. Sometimes the man, we, ooh, we. Amen. When I was a kid, when my grandmother was going to farm, he would leave me with one woman called a Fuja. And this woman was very, I mean, he was pregnant with a heavy. And sometimes I would just look at him, he would make, we, ooh, hey, hey. 
And I would just be looking at when my grandmom come, I say, the baby is torturing Auntie It's too much. Amen. Hallelujah. But God is your God. Now the last scripture, Amos chapter 9. I see restoration coming. 2020. Your restoration is coming. I say your restoration is coming. And I'll bring again the captivity of my people Israel. And they shall build the western city. Whatever that has become a wasted city, a wasted life, a wasted opportunity, God is going to build it again in 2020. A wasted business. Sometimes it's wasted business. God is going to build it again. And inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and drink the wine. Therefore, they shall also make gardens and eat the fruit. Henceforth, you are going to eat the fruit of your labor. Everything you put, every effort you will make, God is going to reward you. I said 2020. Every missed opportunity, wasted land, Wasted relationship. God is going to restore. I see restoration coming. Restoration is coming into your life. Restoration is coming into your business. Restoration is coming into your children's life. Restoration is coming into whatever that you put your hands to do. And God is saying that you will build your gardens. Garden means beautiful things. I see your flower blossom. I see your flower blossom. I see your flower blossom. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Flower comes with so many pleasant things. It could be a, a bouquet of wedding. It could be invitation to places you have never been to. And I see you 2020 entering some doors you have not been there before. I see some door being opened to you. I say, I see some door being opened to you. Receive them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see restoration coming. Those who laugh at you, they will come to your wedding. Those who laugh at you, they will come to your party. Those who laugh at you, they will come to your reception. Receive them in the name of Jesus. I can see restoration by the Spirit of God and by the power of God that the children of God are walking into their worthy place. I see you walking into your worthy place. 2020, no matter what, I see you walking into your worthy place. Psalm 67 verse 12. That has caused men to ride over our heads. Sometimes things that belong to you, somebody comes over and take it from your head. Promotion that belongs to you, you just see somebody coming from somewhere and then he will take it. Go 
doors that have been opened, even with your name written there, you see somebody comes in. Then you say, What is happening? What is going on? We went through fire and through water. There are days of fire. There are days of fire. You go through certain situations as if you are in fire. Then you ask God, what is God, what is your air condition? Because the fire is too hot for me. And then through water. Sometimes it looks like you are being carried away by the water. It looks like that's the last opportunity. Life looks like you are suffocating. No opportunity. You look left and right. No hope. But I thank God. The Bible says, but God brought us us out into a worthy place. You are going to be in your worthy place. You see, God does not make mistakes. While you were going through the fire and the water, God was preparing your worthy place. I met a schoolmate of mine. We all came from University of School of Mines. When I was in school, I, I was very good. I was class captain throughout all the classes. He met me and he was in his car. I said, well, where have you been? I said, well, I'm an our pastor. So you have disappointed me. What? My friend Paul But Later on he saw me. He gave glory to God. So when you are going through your fire. God is preparing something. I say it will break forth. And that is why. He prepared before me. A banquet. In the presence of my so the enemies will be there and they will see the day of your elevation 2020 is a day it's a year of elevation it's coming they will see it and they will shed their hair because you've gone through some have gone over you some of them you were better than them some of them you were beautiful than them some of them you have better grade some of them you can work harder than them I said he brought us into our wedding place may God bring you into your wedding place turn to somebody and say 2020 the Lord will bring me to my wedding place it means the right desk that you have to sit on you will sit there the right door you have to enter you will enter the right relationship God has prepared for you is coming I say it's coming it will blow the mind of your enemies it will blow the mind of your critics it will blow the mind of those 
are being pouring scorn on you because the day of the Lord is coming and it's year 2020 I see somebody I see somebody who had never traveled before by plane traveling I see somebody who had never had a house before hey, going to open her house I see somebody who have never had nobody have ever proposed to to her before I see a wedding coming on I see a wedding coming on I see a wedding coming on I see in the name of the Lord somebody who have been a scorn people have been mocking at you hey your day is coming because God is preparing preparing a table and your table is big I say your table is big the table is big Father I want to thank you I bless you God we've known you as God we put our trust in you you are God of restoration are God who make things happy and no matter our mistakes and no matter our wrong decisions no matter our attitude for your mercy's sake our set time is here we said I'll have mercy on you according to Psalm 102 verse 13 that I have mercy on Zion for the set time. I see your set time. 2020 is your set time. It's your set time. Set time of restoration. Set time of getting into your worthy place. Set time of overturning whatever the enemy has stolen from you. Set time to recover all that has been taken away from you. Set time for recovering of your health. Set time everything that you have lost. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Amen. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Those of you following us on Facebook, you've heard this wonderful message that God is bringing restoration. And no matter what has happened, your set time is here. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come over here. One can be my day. Me Jimmy did say, Yes, or you know me back. Me born in tea and obey we. Me find a semi rock and me cry. Jesus, be the him or my command. Me cry. Amen. Those of you watching me, following me, you can say, Lord Jesus, I believe. You are my savior. You came to die for me. From today, I receive you as my savior. Lord, write my name in the book of life. And I will follow you forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we pray for such a wonderful people taking this decision. Bless, oh God Almighty. All powers belong to you. Show forth yourself mightily. Write their name in the book of life. Fill them with your spirit. And Lord, turn them from the world to follow you forever. In Jesus' name.
Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.